Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Happy? Good. With Chris Locke. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Happy Good with uh, me. I'm your host, Chris Locke. How's it going? Welcome to the zone. It's episode 15, 15, 15. Not bad, eh? You like it? 15 episodes under my belt. Is that the expression? Yeah, I've got a bunch of things under my belt. Not just pants. Hello. The boing sound is what happens when any kind of dad or, or granddad or uncle makes a corny joke. I've got a few things under my belt. My underwear and my pants. Bonk. Donk. Um, all right, guys, it's time to relax and feel good about ourselves, don't you think? Oh, I've been waiting for this moment all week. Because uh, I've told you this before, but I use this too. I use these moments to relax and come back down to earth and remind myself that, uh, you know, we need to feel good, not bad. And this podcast is trying to be good at making you feel good, and it... And in doing so, it makes me feel good. So thanks for checking it out, as always. I really, you know, I get messages every now and then uh, from fans and stuff or whatever. I don't know if it's uh, presumptuous to call you guys fans, but people who listen and enjoy it. So thank you so much for that. It makes me feel very happy and good. What's under my belt? So let's really just get right to it. Let's do a few deep breaths in as always. Uh, just a, three nice big ones to uh, get it started. I always like to inhale through the nose, hold it for a bit, and then do a big exhale. And this time, let's think of just, you know, any kind of nonsense that you've just, that's it, enough. Any kind of nonsense that makes you say that. Any, enough! Enough! Um, you ever walk down the street by yourself and all the conversation ra- rabble is going on in your head and it's just a bunch of nonsense and it's driving you in and all of a sudden out loud in front of you know an old lady's buying a bag of cherries at the market. You know, a woman is walking with her two kids there's a couple on a date, and all of a sudden, uh, a person's walking their dog. All of a sudden, you get all their attention, because all of a sudden, to the voices in your head, you go like this, ENOUGH! <laughs> and everyone stops, like the record scratch, like, and then they stop, and they look at you, and they're like, Oh boy, 
Would you like a cherry, son? Have a cherry to calm yourself down. Give me three cherries. Three? Well, I only have 28. Give me three. One cherry to calm me down, one cherry to make me grow big and strong, and one cherry to make sure that I stay safe. Okay, here we go. We're going to do always eat three cherries. Okay. Um, oh my gosh. Anyways, we're going to do the thing. Breathe in. So I'll count to three, and then we'll start and do... Yeah, this is what I was going to say. Anything that's like all that nonsense, anything that's just been like driving you nuts, um, let's inhale it and blow it out against the wall so it splats like black tar, sludge, just evil crap. Let's shoot it out of our damn uh, system, our whole system, okay? So deep breath in, ready? Three, two, one, in through the nose. And long exhale, nice. Yeah, see, I'm already starting to chip away at the uh, randomness, and I can feel myself getting centered here. I don't know how you feel. I love it. Let's do another one in through the nose. Hold it and get ready to shoot that negativity at the target on the wall. Just get out of my body. You know, I don't want you here. Um, Okay, let's do one last one. You feeling good? I'm feeling really good right now. Let's do one last one. One long inhale through the nose. Fill those lungs way up. Make them expand. And exhale. here again we are centered our mind our body connected to each other once again none of this overeating overindulgent physical behavior none of this erratic anxiety mental craziness going which the yin and the yang not matching up everything just frazzled and You know, we're back. We're back, baby. You can feel it. United. Our bodies. As one. And when we center ourselves like that and become one with ourselves, we become one with everything. We're centered with everything that is right in the universe. You can just feel it. You can walk by a tall... Uh, sunflower a, a whole garden full of sunflowers and they go good afternoon sir you're like I never you never said that to me before well you were never one with everything in the universe you were misaligned your head was going this way your body was going that way and 
thousands of conversations were going this way and that in your head and your body was desiring any kind of booze and ciggies giant bongs full of weed and you just wanted to escape you wanted big bags of chips and you wanted hamburgers and french fries and then one sunflower goes I want hamburgers and french fries shut up Kevin what we're talking to the man that sunflower is misaligned with itself no, you can still be hungry, you can still want food, but you understand what I'm saying. When you, Sometimes, and I'm maybe talking about the one person who is talking into this microphone right now, we are trying to escape being in the moment, being here, being now, being one with every, being centered. Sometimes we, it's too confronting, we run away and we... Uh, down a bunch of greasy food like cheeseburgers and fries to be like, oh, this gives me such a good happiness, such good satisfaction, but really it only gives you satisfaction for like uh, 10 minutes and then how do you feel for the next day? Uh, You know, like a sinking ship. Help! Um... This is my impression of me um, trying to escape the sinking ship, but I ate too many hamburgers at the uh, at the uh, banquet. What's it called? Buffet on the ship. And then Rose is on the raft, and she's like, I, that guy, the hamburger guy, definitely could not fit on my raft. Not saying the ship was the Titanic, it was probably a different rose and it was probably a different raft. Here's the thing. Let's go away. Let's get away from this crazy busyness that drives us mad all the time. Leave us alone. We're going to go away up to some sort of cottage in the woods. You know I love this this kind of environment. Right, and we're going to go, and we're going to go and be free. We're going to just have a little cabin in the woods. I mean, I like those cabins that don't even have another room. Like, maybe a tiny little bathroom. But everything's pretty much like you got a little bed in the corner. Like those vintage kind of... Like, uh, I don't know. It's not pioneer days. It's after that. Maybe like a log driver or a lumberjack's cabin... Maybe a gold rush miners type of cabin where everything's kind of in there. You got your hot stove, your table to play poker on, uh, your fishing gear in the corner. You got a little cot bed. And for me, you got a little library of just the best books to read. Oh, I'm going to read so many books. So many. I read all the best books. I read so many books. I love books. I love escaping through books. And, uh, you know, you got a little kettle there for tea. And here's just an aside. If you listen to Happy Good, go on Twitter at Happy Good World. If you have your own secret recipe to make blueberry tea, I want to try making my own blueberry tea. And the recipe's got to be, there's got to be, it can't just be letting blueberries dry out. What else is it? Let me know. Anyways. 
we're up in this beautiful cabin in the woods and it's just beautiful out the sun is shining through the pine trees okay where i am there's pine trees and the sun is uh glorious and you leave the cabin and you you don't need to wear much you got like shorts and a t-shirt on and some low-cut sneakers and that's it and you you know you walk around on the beautiful ground kind of soft dirt and you can step on some roots some deep long roots of trees and there's pine needles on the ground and squirrels are running this way and that chipmunks are running up chasing each other up trees like little chippendale buggers uh always playing right zooming around trees one after the other like it's some sort of high speed car chase but they're like but if the car is chasing the other car then when the horn honks it sounds happy like beep beep like i'm having so much fun you know and there's squirrels like red have you seen these red squirrels that are like they scream you almost think it's like a crazy angry bird but they're like and you're like at first you're like taking it back you're like well that doesn't relax me but then you see that it's like this really proud confident red squirrel standing up on like a log somewhere just making a huge announcement to its vast red squirrel community and then all the other squirrels are like got it okay um and then they kind of whisper to each other that red squirrel is kind of domineering don't you think they need to always be ordering us around and anyways you're walking by all this beautiful stuff just beautiful nature like that and you walk down and there's a little path in between some big like you know you're in some dark patches too because the trees are so beautiful and thick there and they've grown up so tall that they are covering some of the sky which is beautiful right because you like hanging around and under a canopy of trees right it's so um relaxing and and uh you know it feels like you're in your own little mysterious world it's so cozy in the, the it's it's uh you're in the shade under the shade of the giant trees but you're you know the air is still cozy it's nice it's fine and there's butterflies everywhere there's flowers sunflowers all kinds of i, I don't know I, I always learn what some flowers are and then I forget them like you know so if you're a real flower head I love flower I'm like one of those guys I love flowers but man I forget some of the names like what is it daffodil that doesn't sound like that that uh, there's like brown eyed Susan or black eyed Susan or something I don't know let me know <laughs> I mean, there's tulips, but I never really see tulips in the wild. Where do tulips come from? Hey, they got tulips? Give them a kiss. Who's that? Um, yeah. Here's here's a couple names, of, a few names of some flowers that I just made up, but you can use your mind to uh, imagine what they look like. All right? Um, tinklers? There's tinklers there? Oh, that sounds like a little elves that are peeing everywhere. Get out of here, you little tinklers. We're helping. You're not helping. 
pee is just poison. Uh, <laughs> you know? Uh, so forget tinklers. Tinklers are little peeing elves that kind of like maybe bother you a bit. But you know what? You're not that bothered by tinklers because you're relaxed. You know, you're in your you're in your zone. You're in your lovely getaway. It's quiet. No one else is around except little tinklers. And uh, you go get out of here, tinklers! Stop peeing on all the uh, on the bottom of all the trees. What are you guys? You're not dogs. Get out of here! And they go, we're helping you. You're not helping us. But, you know, you're laughing, too, because, I mean, it's Tinklers. They're funny guys. And uh, in other times, not now, but in other times, Tinklers do do nice things for you. Um, You know, they will, they'll find you, like, little treats in the woods. You know, late at night in the cabin, you hear a little on the door, and you're like, who the come in and then the door sort of creaks open and you realize that the door was open by about 15 tinklers all standing on one another's shoulders so that they could get up and reach the handle and it's like how'd you guys do that such a good strong knock on the door you're just tiny little uh little elf guys and they're like well we gotta we, uh, we go back and forth we, when uh, we're standing in a on top of each other, 15 of us, we do this rocking back and forth motion. So, uh, you know, Tony on the top can uh, knock with his head pretty hard. And then you look up and Tony's like really dizzy, like, that's right. I'm the knocker. Anyways, they come in and they go, Hey, we heard that you like about 88% cocoa chocolate. Right? Not like dirty kind of junk foody chocolate like a Snickers or a Mars. And not like 100% cocoa where it tastes just like, what is this? You know, chalk? No. But we heard that you like 88% cocoa. And it's good for you. It's, it's Apparently this kind of cocoa has is good for gut health. It gives you good bacteria for gut health helps you break down other foods and digest foods a lot better. Yeah, I do. I like it. I like 88% cocoa. Okay, you don't have to tell me the whole story behind why it's good to have 88% cocoa or whatever, high amount of whatever, chocolate. And they go, well, anyways, we found a whole bar in the bushes and we want to give it to you. You did? Yes, we did. And then they give it to you and then you have a little square and it hits the spot and then you put the rest in the fridge because dark cocoa dark chocolate nothing beats it when it's kind of cold right so anyways that's the kind of stuff that the tinklers do little peeing elves but I'm sorry I was trying to come up with other names for um flowers so yeah I don't know I wish I could remember there's all kinds of flowers, and even, like, my four-year-old daughter has this great lexicon of flowers already, and she, I go, which one is this again? And she tells me, and then I go, okay, right, and I make a mental note, remember, but something happens when you're older, 
when you're older and you make a mental note, remember, um, you don't remember anything. <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore. Your brain goes, I'm not remembering anything. I don't need to do anything anymore. I'm rotten. I'm rotten to the core. But this is what I wanted to, to get to. We'll come up with flowers some other time. I like the tinklers. The thing is, is you go down to the lake and there's an old rickety dock, but not rickety enough that you're worried that it will collapse on you and you'll just drift away and, and get soaking wet. It's rickety in the sense that, like, it's, it's weathered. It's been used for maybe, like, 70 years or something. And it's still standing, and it still does its job. And the wood is worn, and the wood is like, it's almost like, um, you know, a member of your family, this dock, because it's so sturdy, and it's lasted for so long. I only mean rickety in the sense that, like, you call old things made out of wood rickety for some some reason. And I'm sure they get insulted when you do. Look at this old rickety bridge over here. What are you talking about, uh, I just helped your uh, friends get across the other day. Rickety, he says. So, um, yeah, you go on the dock and there's this old vintage style. See, I think I just like old stuff. There's this old vintage style canoe, like wooden. None of this plastic, plexi, flexi, plexiglass, what's it called? Fiberglass? I don't know what it is. You know, no, no metal. Oh gosh, freaking metal canoe! Forget it. No, it's old wooden carved canoe, and uh, with the steady, uh, what's it called in the middle? With the, you know, the middle. Oh gosh, I forgot. Anyways, you get in the canoe and you sit in old style, old school, in the middle, on your knees, and you got this uh, great like uh, otter tail paddle and uh, I can't even think about this I want to go there but yeah or you know what I used to have this really beautiful varnished beaver tail paddle for canoeing and uh, you get in the middle and you just it's quiet day the the sun is out but it's starting to go down now you're starting to get that golden magic hour what's it called light you know it's everything's golden and uh yeah it looks like amber and uh the the lake is calm it's water and you dip the paddle into the lake it's like you know and it's just like the stroke is smooth and you're off and the paddle's going straight you're doing the j stroke the paddle's going super straight and you're just all of a sudden it was only like six, seven, eight, nine, ten nice, calm J strokes back to back. Calm, no rush. And you're already you're already like gliding. You're in the middle of the lake and you put the paddle across the canoe and you just sit there and you really feel like your body drifting in the hull of this canoe in this wooden ancient carved wooden canoe drifting quietly and you can hear loons calling you know that classic like whatever i don't even know if that's a loon what is that but that bird 
up on those kind of lakes, you know? And you can hear, like, activity going on, but it's not the activity of other humans. By the way, this episode, if anybody is listening from Canadian television, this should definitely, this episode, it should be the script for a a part of our heritage uh, moment type of commercial, because this is Canadian AF, if you ask me. But I love this kind of stuff, especially now in the summer, going up there to these beautiful national parks that we have and uh, just dipping your paddle into the to the lake and and just I like you know I grew up I did all the water skiing and I did tubing and I did kneeboarding and all that stuff wakeboarding but you know what a calm canoe ride in the peaceful lake with the actual this everything the aroma of the natural world is so rich. Nothing beats it. The calming sensation of the sun slowly setting over time. And sometimes you're on a mission. You're going through a trail through the woods for a long time and the sun is setting. Or you're out in the middle of the lake drifting in a canoe, just listening to the sounds and thinking about what it truly means to be Alive to truly be a human in the moment, in the world. The world is all coalescing and working as one. You feel the vibes all around you. It's just like, oh, I can control time by letting go of time, by letting go of the concept of time. You know, there's something about that that I love way more than... Uh, ripping around in a motorboat doing like uh, water skiing or whatever still love that stuff but but the mellow times in the canoe has a special place in my heart in fact uh, I don't know maybe I'll google canoes on uh, after we're done this episode maybe you should too but you're just out there drifting on the lake and it's peaceful AF, like I said, can't beat it. And then all of a sudden, there is a couple bubbles coming up by your canoe. And I know what you're thinking. Most of you are like, okay, this is my worst nightmare to be alone in the middle of the lake and all of a sudden, bubbles far more numerous than that would come from, say, a smallmouth bass or a trout. What is this? Or a rainbow fish? What are these bubbles? They're bubbling up big, and they're beside my canoe. There's no whales in a lake. There's no no big mammals in the lake, as far as I know, unless it's some weird ogo-pogo type of monster thing. Is that the word you guys know? Anyone listening to this podcast from B.C.? Go on at Happy Good World on Twitter and be like, yeah, it's called Ogopogo. Or be like, it's not called Ogopogo, it's called Oingo Boingo. Or whatever that crazy uh, lake monster is from the Okanagan Valley. But all of a sudden, something does start rising beside you, beside the canoe. And it rises, and it's covered 
in blue, long blue fur. And it comes out, long blue wet fur. And then all of a sudden you see these big, white, almost googly eyes. And you're like, huh, this is soaking wet. And it keeps rising and rising. It's got a giant, gaping, open, black mouth with a red tongue. And it's dripping wet, bright blue fur and big white eyes. And you're sitting there in the canoe and you're not afraid. You can feel weirdly like this is not a dangerous thing. It's weirdly... I'm in awe. I mean, I should be a little nervous, but I'm in awe of this thing. And it's and it looks right at you. And it goes like this. Cookie. And you're like, what did you just say? And it goes, cookie. And you go, what are you telling me right now? Face to face, sort of. Except your face is ginormous. That a ginormous abominable freaking massive cookie monster creature just came out of this lake beside me while I'm in the canoe and uh, then this giant the furry huge soaking sopping let's say sopping wet cookie monster goes cookie and then you're like Okay, I don't have any cookies. I just, I'm not hung. I didn't like take anything with me. It's just me and my life jacket and my paddle. I wanted to just get some canoeing in before the sun sets, you know, before it gets dark. And uh, then you realize this giant sopping wet cookie monster that emerged from the bottom of this this lake isn't asking you for a cookie it's asking you if you want a cookie and it opens up its wet hands and there inside its hands is a couple of those peak freens do you know what I'm talking about they got the red jelly in the middle and you've never been happier in your life and the two of you share some peak freens and have a laugh in the middle of the lake while all these loons are going like I think that's a loon I'm not sure it might just be a duck anyways that's it for episode 15 but man oh man would that be a great time I would love all of that to happen to me you know even the tinklers hey get out of here you little scamps they're fine Thanks so much again for listening. Uh, I've been feeling uh, really good lately, so I I was happy to have fun with you once again. Remember, I've got the Patreon. Um, I didn't have time last week because of traveling and various stuff to get a big interview up for all the tier one, two, threes on there. So I know you might, the Sheila Hetty one was the last big one, but I got something special that I'm working on. I am lining up a few more interviews soon, but I'm going to record something pretty special for you uh, that I'm going to put up very soon, and it's an extra... It's not mentioned in the tiers. It's just a bonus thing that I want to make for myself, and I feel like if you like Happy Good, then you will really enjoy it too. Um, And go on uh, 
Twitter at Happy Good World and Instagram at Happy Good World. I'm trying to be more uh, aggra- like present on Instagram. But uh, thank you everybody for following me so far. And uh, my producers at Sonar uh, operate the Twitter one. So if you ever want to, I always they always tell me what's going on though. So yeah, and I I do tell them what to tweet. I don't know why I told you that. A little peek behind the scenes. I don't have that handle. They have it. So there you go. Um, but yeah, that's it. Thanks so much for tuning in. This this episode has, again, beautiful new music by Drew Smith. So thank you, Drew. Um, check him out at Bike Drew on Twitter. He's a member of the bands The Bicycles, Bunny, and he's got solo stuff as Dr. Who. And he's one of my all-time favorite musicians. So thanks for listening. And uh, just enjoy yourself look i've decided that i want to say this at the end of my stuff now like i always tell you to go out and please like engage with a tree i love that i love the fact that like a human acknowledges the importance of trees and the sun shining down and say thank you and i love you and all that stuff it's really beautiful but i also want to say this from now on i want to say stay free you know because it's it's such an all-encompassing It means so much. It just doesn't mean like free from prison. It means like free in your heart, free in your soul, and free in your mind, in all interpretations that suit you, however you like. So go out there, have fun, touch a tree, enjoy the beautiful sky, and look up to the sky, and, and say thank you, and stay free. Okay? Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.